Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 241 of the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis, here as always with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve to you. We're really excited about today's episode because we are just going to keep it really simple. We've got no ads today. We don't really have a super structured topic. We're just going to catch up um, kind of on the end of our year, looking forward into 2020, which it's amazing that we're moving into a new decade and all the things that we kind of have coming up with the podcast and other aspects of our business and maybe some personal and fun stuff too. So we're just really glad that you're here listening and that we're kind of going into the new year together. I love this. Um, It's tempting sometimes to try to do all of the content. If you happen to be a content creator or blogger, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, there was the holiday content, the new year's content, the starting off the new year, right content. And this just felt like um, we wanted to be with you guys today. And we never like to miss a Tuesday episode, of course. Um, but we've got lots of time to talk, uh, like, you know, give you parenting tips and like all yes. the hardcore stuff. We just wanted to to be together. So we kept this um, we kept this episode. Um, we didn't sell sponsor spots. We just kept it like a, we protected it like a little fireside yeah. chat for today. So I'm excited. Yeah, excited about this one. And the first thing that we want to, you know, the first order of business, <laughs> as it were, is to say welcome to new listeners. We know you're out there. Um, we're seeing those numbers creep up. And we think maybe some of you are coming from Spotify. Possibly. I have to say, I am doing so much more of my podcast listening in Spotify now than well, I used to. I love Spotify. I don't know if you all saw on Instagram, they provided us a really cool little video um, that wrapped up some of our stats as podcasters on yeah, Spotify. Really so cool. we know that our listenership grew a bunch there. And I think people are discovering our show through Apple Podcasts. We're staying pretty highly ranked in the parenting category, which has been such an ego boost. Let's be it honest. Is. I mean, let's be honest most, here. Most of the other shows in that parenting category near the top are put out by major networks um, or, you know, media companies or they're backed by a celebrity name. Um, we're one of only a couple who is truly independent and grew this from nothing from the start. And so we just feel really grateful and lucky. Um, 
I know there's a ton of new listeners just in in terms of how our audience has grown. Um, And if you have stumbled upon our show very recently, we have a page on our site, themomhour.com slash new, where we round up um, episodes by topic or stage of life or stage of motherhood. Um, And also a note that you, we, we just got an email from somebody who likes to listen from the very beginning, which of course we love. And that's a daunting task if you're trying to binge our show. Um, Apple Podcasts and many of the other providers don't let you go above 300 episodes. It's not possible to have our entire work, our entire um, body, our catalog. catalog. It doesn't fit anymore, but they are all at themomhour.com. So if you want to go from the beginning, um, you just go to themomhour.com and there's a couple of ways we'll make it easy in the show notes to find the complete list of all episodes and you can start at number one and go there. So yeah, welcome if you're new. Thank you for sticking around. Um, we have so, so, so much content to dig into, no matter what you're facing yes. as a mom. And we hope you'll continue to subscribe and continue to get new episodes, even as you dip back into the archives. I think that's what we hear most from people is that they they find us, they start listening, moving forward. And then as as they do that, they're going back and searching for different topics from the archives. So I think. that's Yeah. Fun. And that is one nice thing about checking out our you know, I love I love my podcast apps. I have more than one. Um, But sometimes I just like when I'm getting into a new show, I really like to go to their website because it's it's just more navigable feeling and you get a better sense for like all the different content that they've got going on and searchable, much more easily searchable. So, yeah. So we encourage you to dig in there at themomhour.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, An exciting thing that we have coming up this in 2020, well, that uh, should already be kind of out there by the time um, this this episode launches is our podcast. (laughs) Will it? Okay. (laughs) Sarah's doing the heavy lifting on finishing the this um, project, but it's our podcast club. And this is something that we've been talking about doing for years. And we really overthought it for a a really (laughs) long time and made it really hard to get moving on. But the idea is that we are hoping that listeners will, I guess, make a resolution of sorts to make more in real life connections with other moms. I know that can be really hard. We've both faced how hard that can be for different reasons at different stages of motherhood. And now the fact that you can be on social media all day sometimes makes it feel less necessary. But we actually think nowadays it's more necessary than ever because it's so easy to avoid. (laughs) So we are hoping that people will use our podcast club much the same way a book club might work. And I know for myself, I have been a member of plenty of book clubs where the point really isn't the book so much. The point is getting together with a group of people and talking about your lives and maybe your kids and issues. And the book becomes kind of the, the thing that gets everyone together. And that's kind of what we see this as it's it's a podcast club um, where you can have the opportunity to listen to a couple episodes at the same time as some other people in your community and then get together with them in real life to have some snacks and, and talk about it. Yeah. And what we provide you with um, when you download the kit is everything you need to make that a really fun evening. So we have tips for, you know, how to send the invitation, what to put in the invitation. We've got a special download, um, a special audio file from us that you won't hear anywhere else on the podcast, but you get to play it for your friends when they come over. Um, We've got recommended episodes for everybody to go listen to. And then just like when you get a book club book and there's discussion questions in the back to kind of guide the discussion. We've provided those for you too. So we've made it really easy. Um, and we've heard from people that they, they want to do this anyway. They want to take the solo experience of listening to a podcast and connect other moms around that topic. And I think we see this, it's not about Megan and Sarah. It's about using the conversations that we have here on the mom hour to then 
continue that conversation in your own community. Um, yeah, and- I totally agree because we see that happening um, on our social media feeds just to like the smallest extent. And we want that to happen in real life. We want you to be able to have those conversations. Do you remember, Megan, that my word for 2019, do you remember what it was? No, it was invite. Oh, so, that's right. Do you remember what mine was? Because I forgot it by March. <laughs> Yours was something about the Stop opposite. being so sad. It might have been something. <laughs> it might have been something like that. No, remember? So I remember it was like opposite of mine, which is, not, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wasn't I going to like kind of withdraw? I didn't use the word <laughs> withdraw because that sounds very negative. But I think that my, I really think it was something Patience? like retreat oh it might have been yes patience or still or something something like that and actually even though and I think we even talked about that we should link up that episode because even though we talked about the fact that you will um, sometimes not continue with it all year long I believe we made we made like reference to the fact that sometimes just the fact that you start the year off with that intention even if you forget you did it it still follows through and I will say this has been a great year of of patience and looking inward and all of those things that I meant to do a year ago even though I forgot that I said I was going to I still did it well my so. yeah I agree <laughs> I I totally lost track of my word as many people do a couple months in but I don't see that as like a giving up I I feel like an intention is kind of what gives you that um like sets your course direction and yes. then you you're not off course if because you're already on the course so there's right. a certain amount of just keeping going um but my word was invite and i meant that kind of like somewhat literally and then lots of metaphorically um but i did have a couple of things where i invited people into my home i did a mother daughter book exchange which was on my kind of list of things I wanted to do. Um, and that also kind of felt like a community gathering around an idea and a little bit outside my comfort zone, a little bit mm-hmm. scary to invite people to something that they weren't sure what it was or what to expect. And I think the podcast club could be that for some of you. It's a little yes. bit, it's a little bit, you know, outside your comfort zone to host something like that. And that's why we've tried to make it really easy for you. Yeah, and I'm excited about that. And um, everyone can find that at themomhour.com slash club. Yeah. And you'll be able to purchase the download there. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, what else do we have going on in 2020? Well, um, I, well oh, go ahead. can I go? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, I've not been very good about promoting it, but we have a brand new podcast. My daughter and I called Kid Literate. So I, yeah. one of my goals is to be more out there and self-promotional about that uh, as we kick off the new year, because I have a really talented 11-year-old co-host who deserves some uh, some time in the spotlight, I think. Can I tell you that Clara is, has been listening faithfully. And last night she sat and listened. I think you were actually recording while she was listening. Yeah. Which I think it's kind of funny. Um, and she just said, I just miss Allegra, but I think she, she really enjoys it and has been like really on top of it and thinks it's quality. Well, so. thank you. And Clara is a welcome guest. Anytime we should, we should Skype clean feed. Uh, connect oh, she would her love that. And put her on as a guest. Yeah. So that was, that's been a fun one for me and we'll continue that in 2020, but I think I jumped, I jumped all over your outline here. Oh, no, it's okay. The outline is simply merely a suggestion. And um, I also have big plans for our show expecting that I've been working on for a year now. I mentioned that pretty recently, so I won't go into too much detail just to say like there are just a few little things that have to happen for that very first episode to be ready to go. And then what happens to that first episode? I don't know, but expecting is going to get birthed this year in 2020. It's going to get born. Um, I know you said you talked about it recently, but let's assume there's some people who have no idea what you're talking about. What's the what's the quick what sure. Is so expecting is a podcast that is a more narrative style than what we've done before, which is why it's taking me so darn long, because it turns out 
Um, all those NPR people have a whole staff and it's just like me and our sound engineer and some help from Sarah and Kelsey, who is our sponsorship coordinator. But anyway, um, it is a show that follows the lives of six pregnant women as they are um, in various stages of pregnancy and just deals with like all the issues that you deal with when you're pregnant. It's not exactly like a reality show. Um, It's more uh, based around or I guess organized around topics like crazy pregnancy dreams and birth plans and telling your family you're pregnant and all those things. So we follow them through and we had these um, six panelists who are all over the country and actually all over the world um, and who shared their stories with us. And now we are going through. So that's all been done. Now the baby, the babies, the babies are born. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it's the very intensive process of piecing the stories together. And it's not something, it's not my comfort zone. It's not something I've really done in audio before. So it's been, um, it's kind of like there's so many pregnancy and birth metaphors I could go into here. <laughs> it's still gestating. I'm almost in transition. Um, yeah, I'll just go there. Like I'm in labor. Yeah. But expecting has not yet crowned. Well, and we know a lot of you are really excited because we get your emails. And and unfortunately, a lot of the people who were pregnant when they were really first excited are no longer pregnant or maybe pregnant again at this point. They could actually be pregnant with another baby by now. Um, Eventually, we will get this show into your hands. It it does make me think of when you hear, you know, big time authors and um, creators and people be like, oh, yeah, that was like that project took five years to get off the ground. And it always sounds so unbelievable. But, you know, a year in. I can see how that would be true. Like it just, yeah. we're used to doing things. The type of content we've created has been quick. You know, we're, yes. we're scrappy and we like to learn how to do something and do it and put it out there. And you guys listening demand more and we make more. And so this project just has, has been of a different nature. Well, and that in, in just like with Kid Literate, I mean, we have a lot of other things going on. And so sometimes things get back burnered because no one is pounding on our door asking for them. But like right. you finally have to get over yourself a little bit and go, okay. Yep putting it out there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's, that is also coming. Gosh, there's a lot coming in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing we've talked a few times about recently is our monetization course. Uh, it is all about how to make real money uh, on a podcast through sponsorships and ad sales, which is our economic model here at the mom hour and how we've really turned this podcast into a full-time living for both of us. Mm-hmm. So um, we have a lot to share. We've learned a lot. If you have a, a podcast that's in the early stages and you're wondering if you're ready for advertisers or if you have a show and you know you're ready for advertisers, but you want to make more money or um, maybe it's an idea, but you want to get off on the right foot and you just want to make sure you're setting yourself up for sponsor success later. Uh, you're going to like this class a lot. It's going to be video based, but we will also have live calls and we will offer the opportunity to workshop media kits, live um, pitches, like all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be a really robust and fun course. And you can find information about that at lifelistened.com slash monetize. Also, if you go through the show notes link, you're going to be able to get our early bird rate through January 15th. So we're not leaving that open to the general public that's been closed. Um, but for our listeners, we want you guys to have access to that. And it's $100 off. So it's a significant discount. So just find the link in the show notes and it'll allow you to go um, get that rate. Yeah, no, I'm excited about this. Uh, for those who don't know, we met, the two of us met in an online class that you were teaching, Megan. That's right. Um, and these virtual classes can be really pretty transformative for people's, you know, solo ventures that they're doing. It's very lonely to try and build something like this. So 
we're excited to use what we've learned and pass that on and hopefully uh, shorten the timeline and the learning curve for people who don't need to take two and a half years to do what to figure out how to you know yeah what we did in two and a half (laughs) years we can hopefully shorten that faster Mm -hmm. yeah um and I will say too like the class that you were in Sarah and then other classes I've taught online just like you're saying like I was always amazed by not just what people did with the material they learned in the class but then what people did with the relationships they made in the class uh I still remember everybody who was in your course I'm like there's Mm -hmm. been such cool collaborations and People have done really neat stuff with not only what they learned, but also like what they learned from each other. Yeah. Agreed. Of course. Yeah. And that starts February 4th. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. February 4th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where are we going to be in 2020? And let's talk professionally. I know we're going to be at a couple conferences. We'll be at Mom 2.0 this year. Yeah, um, that's in L.A. in May. In L.A. in May. There's um, PodFest in March. And I believe I will be there with Amy Wilson from What Fresh Hell. You're, she's are you gonna leaving be, me for someone? She's going to be my, well, we joke about how we're basically <laughs> like Sarah and Megan are basically Amy and Margaret. Like there's some really weird parallels down right down to the hair color. color of our hair. Yes, it is a little odd, um, but she'll be my Sarah fill in because <laughs> it's going to be on the east side of the state or of the country yeah. um, in Florida. So if anyone's planning on going to PodFest, uh, drop us a line and let us know because I would love to see you. And I know that that is a, is becoming a pretty big one or mom 2.0. Yeah. I'd like to know if you're going to be there too. And we might, we might wrestle up some other events. I have a feeling. To. I have a feeling we, that there will be more on our calendar. I mean, we just, that's all we're planning right now. One of the reasons, can I talk about myself for a second? Can I take of over? Of course. One of the reasons I didn't want to travel very much in Q1 for work is that I have a milestone birthday coming up in the middle of February and would like to extend that celebration as much as possible. So I am turning 40 in the middle of February. There's already a built-in four-day weekend for President's Day that it's literally my birthday weekend. So that's convenient. Um, That'll be a little family trip just up to my hometown. Um, But then I have a trip later in March. Um, Might even be right during PodFest. I knew there was a reason I couldn't go to Florida, but I'm going to Charleston, South Carolina with another couple who's also, Allison's also turning 40. Um, So we kind of split the difference in our birthday timing and are doing a trip then. Um, Yeah. So it's going to be a busy. You're going to be in the forties. Look with along with me. I know. I've been there so long now. It just feels so old hat to be like, ugh. How are you not 40 yet? I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and most of my friends are a few years older than me. Yeah. So I do feel like I've been in the club and my husband's about a year and a half older. So I, yeah. I kind of feel like one of the last ones of the people that I hang out with. I'm feeling fine about it, I guess. I felt really good about turning 40. And I had a very fun, as you know, because you were part of it. Yeah. Um, About a not a week long. Well, it's kind of one of those things where the actual celebration was like four days long. But I kind of extended it on either side yeah. by saying things like, I'll be 40 soon or I just turned 40. Yeah, that's like, you notice yeah. I'm already doing that. Like, yeah, so. you, you're getting a jump on me. I don't think I was talking about it quite so far in advance, but but I was definitely thinking about it. And I felt good about it in the way you feel good about big milestones, yeah. like the excitement of moving into something else. And I'd almost I would always rather be at the beginning of a new decade than the end of an old one. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there's fun like kind of just coincidental timing of my birthday happens at the beginning of the calendar year and I was born in a decade year. So I'm always turning a new decade at the same time. And so like all of the hoopla around like 2020, actually 20 plus 20 equals 40. Like I have weird. You can just extend it for months. Yeah. Like it's the whole, it's the whole year. 
Um, but no, I'm feeling good about it. One thing I thought, and maybe by the time this airs, I will have like ironed this out. But if I work backwards to a 40 days till 40, that puts me at something like January 5th or 6th is like 40 days until my birthday, which I thought would be, su- and I don't know what those 40 days would be, but I thought it's kind of a fun number countdown and it coincides basically with the new year. So whatever yeah. I go into the new year with is essentially like could also be a lead up or some kind of like, you know, a little personal challenge or personal intention. And I don't have it down yet, but I'm open to ideas because I like I like the sim not symmetry is the wrong word. I like the way those numbers line up that if I do 40 days to 40, that would start. On, I think it's January 5th or 6th. It's a nice, um, nice timing with the new year. So we'll see. That's awesome. So I think that would be really fun, Sarah. And I don't know how you feel about like blogging anymore. But it does seem like the kind of thing that lends itself to a or like a like a mini blog on Instagram or something. Yeah, writing daily. I know. I know. I mean, that's a big thing to cut. That's a big thing to bite off yeah. issue. Um, but sometimes when you like say you're going to do something like that, it becomes less. Yeah. I don't know. Like it just becomes part of your rhythm. Well, you did 60 days of yoga. I could write I an did. Instagram post every day. Jeez. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Okay. So, well, first of all, I also want to really quickly say when I was on my trip up North, I wrote a long Instagram post every single day. And that was six days. Now I was not, I wasn't really working. So that was, yeah. but there was something about saying, looking around saying, what is the interesting thing I'm going to find around me mm-hmm. to talk about every day? It really made me more, there, there's some real value to yeah. those projects. And I know a lot of people do them at the new year. So I'm just kind of digging in on that. Like there's some real value to looking around every day and saying, what is the thing I'm going to notice today yeah. and have a, and have an opinion about or, and putting that structure around it. Yeah. So I'd be pretty happy if you instant it. All right. Well, I will consider that. Did you type? I know you did those. I read them and um, we shared some of them on the mom hour. Did you type them with your thumbs? I typed them with my thumbs. I mean, you are the original, like, you know, I'm not good at that. And well, I, actually, I'm no, becoming I, this in my old age. <laughs> I can't even type with my thumbs. It's so, first of all, my phone is too dang big. Like I have the bigger iPhone. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people fly around on this keyboard with their thumbs. I don't, I can't, I haven't figured well, out the way to hold don't it. Don't you only type with one hand also? I only type with one hand. You've seen me text. I know. Haven't you? But it's awful. I look like things. an old person. The people who are flying around on the keyboard are using five additional digits to what you're doing. How? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so even when I hold, so someone's going to have to give me a lesson. I'm holding, I'm opening up my text right now so I can So I'm holding my phone and I'm trying to type with both of my thumbs and it's like my thumbs are all big and they're hitting the wrong keys. That's not, that doesn't work. So how else am I supposed to do it? I don't know. I hold it with my left hand and I, peck it out with my with my right index finger and it takes forever but hey when you have no other options yes when you've decided you're gonna do something exactly yeah and it didn't feel like a big deal because I was just sitting in like my cabin or my tent or whatever yeah on you know with my phone in front of me I had nothing else to do so if it took me half an hour or 45 minutes to type out a hundred words like okay yeah it wasn't really a big deal so anyway that said, I don't do it that way every time I Instagram. That's yeah, for sure. That's a lot. Did you notice our friend Kieran Pittman turned 50 this year? Do you follow her on Instagram? I do. Yes. And she did. I think it was one photo from every year of her life. That's an ambitious project. But I, as a, as just a follower, I loved seeing. So like for 50 days until she turned 50, it was like her baby year, her first year, her uh, second year, her third year. So, so a photo I definitely of her. saw that. I didn't realize that's what she was doing. I don't think I dug into it that much, but I have a funny Karen Pittman story. So she wrote a book called Planting Dandelions. I read it. Um, that is a memoir and it's on my bookshelf and it is not for kids. 
Oh, and Clara oh. took it in the bathroom with her one day, um, just plucked it off the bookshelf and walked in the bathroom. And then she comes out and she's like, "Welp, that was inappropriate. It just made me laugh so hard. I have to tell Karen. Um, she's like, there was SEX right on the first page. Oh, <laughs> said, oh boy. My gosh. That so. is so funny. So I read that book um, years ago when my babies were tiny. It's a beautiful yeah. motherhood memoir. Beautiful book. She's a great writer. She's a beautiful writer. Um, that is so funny. And I can see because I can picture the book and it looks very whimsical and feminine. Yeah. Right. So it, it looks it like kind something. of looks like it could be written for a teenage girl. Like it really looks yeah. like it could be in that genre. And I think Clara just literally was like having a bathroom emergency and just wanted to grab some reading material on her way in. And the bookshelf's right next to the bathroom. So she just kind of handed it to me. It was like, uh, oops. That is hysterical. <laughs> funny. Well, anyway, that was yeah. Kieran's Instagram countdown. I don't think that's what I'll do. But as a as a follower, I loved seeing and, and she had to dig up all those pictures. So like, yeah, as she got closer to 50, you were watching her get older and she's beautiful, of course. And of course, you know, looks yeah, great she... at 50 and every age. So. Well, that's fun. So we've kind of dug into like, we already did business. We took care of business. And now we're talking about our personal lives. Yep. So let's dig on this a little bit more. The yoga challenge. Yeah. I am still, as of the recording of this, which we're still, we're, we're a ways out. Yeah. And by, by 1231, I better have decided. But I am at this <laughs> you're moment. You're getting ready or you're not. <laughs> um, at this moment, I'm undecided because last year, if you listened to the episodes where I talked about it. It was my big rock. Like we talk about put the big rocks in the jar first yeah. and yoga for two months. That was my big rock. Um, I'm busier now. I have more stuff going on. I'm less depressed. And I just like, there's no reason for me to do it except that it sounds like a fun, like it was so positive last year that that's the reason I kind of want to do it. But then I think, do I really need it? Would I be better off doing something different? Like maybe joining a gym. Like I'm really all over the place right now. So I'm undecided, but it was a 60 yoga classes in what amounted to 59 days. Although this year's a leap year. Oh, get an extra day, get an extra day. So it may actually be 60 days this year, but, um, do I do it or not? I just don't know. Yeah. I'm undecided. And you have some travel in there too, don't you? But you did I last do, year, but not as, as well. much as last yeah. year. Last year I had a ton of travel this year. I don't have as much. So um, I could, I could do it. I could pull it off and it would be a, a nice way to get myself back in the studio regularly. I've been meaning to really get that practice going again, but then it's like, oh, that means that's how I spend my life. Yeah. Like all I wore was yoga clothes yeah. last, last January and February. So I'm undecided, but by the time this episode airs, maybe I'll have Instagrammed about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So do you have, are you setting an intention this year, Sarah, or... So I picking think, a word or I, I, I liked the, I liked the idea of picking a word as of this recording. I don't have one, but I am filled with all kinds of thoughts because of the new year and the milestone birthday within the six, first six weeks of the new year. It's kind of just like fertile ground for all of those thoughts, but I'm sometimes guilty of letting those intentiony thoughts ping around inside my brain and then not actually doing anything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's just declare it here that some kind of 40 days till 40 feels that feels fun and doable. And so I can make something of that, whatever that okay. will be. Um, and I would like to set a word intention, but we may have to update that, um, in one of our early January episodes. Cause I am. Yeah. Still that thinking sounds about right. It. Yeah. But We're I liked not that. There yet. I liked that process and I liked, um, like we said, the kind of the trajectory that it started, even if it didn't stay front and center for the whole year. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the beginning of the year. Like I, I just love a new year, new start. Um, and I think I'm gonna have lots of business. We're kind of wrapping up some business projects and we've had a huge growth year for the business. So 
I feel like there will be some fun things for the business. I know we just talked about a bunch of new projects, but those new projects are actually things we've been working on for months. So I feel like there will be the next wave for sure. There's definitely going to be more stuff for sure. Um, I was just thinking about my word from last year and whether I can't remember now, whether it was patience or it was something like that. I think it was patience. Yeah. And I really did have a very patient and introspective year in many ways. Um, Now, someone looking at me from the outside might be like, what are you talking about? You were still doing a ton (laughs) of stuff and you were all over the place. For me, it was actually one of the more inward years. I turned down many social opportunities. I stayed in more. I was I journaled a lot. And now I'm kind of feeling like it's going to be something relating to kind of getting back out there, but more intentionally, like Mm -hmm. now that I stripped so much away, what do I replace it with? And then how do I not just fall back into same old, same old patterns that are so easy, especially for an extrovert who just wants to fill time. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I not, how do I make sure that time is worth being spent on those things? And like, what is that direction going to look like? So I think for both of us, probably by the time, by the time this episode airs, we'll have probably solidified that. And maybe it'll be a new year's Eve boxer conversation you and I are having or something. Um, and maybe we'll find some fun way to share that. I think that would actually be really fun. Totally. So yeah. Um, so personally, that's kind of where I'm, we are both looking still forward to the holiday as we record this. So who knows what lies on the other side? It feels like, uh, the day this airs, you know, 1231 feels so far away from the day we're recording and it's no farther than we, we often work 10 days or so ahead it just feels like there's so much that's going to happen. So much that's going to happen. And, you know, our kids are older, but Christmas is still a really like, you know, sparkly, sweet yeah. time, no matter how old your kids are. And so it is such a if you celebrate Christmas, it's such a like a line after which is, everything is different because it's already happened. Right. I really enjoy that week between Christmas and New Year's. And I just feel like I live in this calendary, thinky, planny like space that, but that's like indulgent in an indulgent way, not in a like stressed out, like productive way, but just, um, yeah, blank, blank pages on a new planner kind of thing. I love. And you tend to get that rush of energy. And the funny thing about having Christmas between now and then is that I cannot get past Christmas to get myself in that mind space yet. I was just, we were just chatting before we started recording and I was saying how sort of not even, I'm not like, I'm not down or depressed or anything. I'm just having a really hard time solidifying ideas around things I want to do because it's like the end of a pregnancy. All I can focus on is that Christmas isn't a week. Yeah. And from when we're recording this and I have to like get ready for it. And then after that, I'll be able to think. Yeah. Yeah. About the new year. So yeah, definitely some like, it's going to all happen in a rush when that energy hits us and, and puts us in that mindset. Yeah. That'll be fun. But it's been fun to kind of just catch up on all this stuff. One thing I do want us to talk about before we um, close out this little update and look forward is that we're, we've been talking a lot about doing live events. Um, we do live events in that we go to conferences and we speak, but if you don't have an interest in the topic of that conference, you're not going to, you're not going to attend that or see that. And we've done a handful of other things that were more like open to the public, I guess, Mm -hmm. but we haven't done it a lot. And that's something I think in 2020, we're definitely going to look into more closely. So I'm just curious what people think about that. Um, live events in general. Have you been to a live event that like a podcaster or an author has put on? And I'm not really talking about a book signing. I'm talking about like an event, you know, like something in a space where there's it's an like audience staged and there's yeah. an audience. Yeah. Um, 
if you like it, what you like and don't like, where you live, if you want to email us, if you're if this like makes your ears perk up and you're like, yes, please, Megan and Sarah, get all your favorite podcasting friends together and come to my town. Um, first of all, we want to know where, where that town is, but yeah. we also want to know like what like what you think is enjoyable about that. Like, what would you be in it for? Yes, especially as it relates to you can be wearing your pajamas and sipping your coffee at home listening to us. Turns out we had over five thousand hours. No, that's not right. Five thousand minutes of content yeah. this year <laughs> feels like five thousand hours. Um, so what would be different about what you can get on the podcast that you would put on real pants and drive yes. someplace to see us real pants think about it that way it's like <laughs> listening to the mom hour but with pants on and probably your hair done yeah with friends so. like there's something and yeah I think that is definitely something we're exploring um as are many other podcasters it's it's we're not the only ones it's it's a thing right. to take your it's show on the road so yeah yeah Can we have well, a tour Sarah bus? did I you know what if we were all on a tour bus like <laughs> us and our podcast besties I think that would be super fun but you'd have to have your face on the side of it. On the side of the bus? No, on I really don't bus. want my face on the side of a bus. But you've already done that. So I I've mean, already had my face on the side of a van. So I don't ever need to do that again. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, is this, does, do we cover everything? I feel like so much of it is still emerging, but what I would love for people to do when they're listening to this is to go check our social media accounts because I bet all or much will have been revealed. Yes. In the, you know, in the time since we're in recording this. Ensuing- yeah. Um, well, happy New Year's Eve. Hopefully everyone is doing something that they want to do tonight. And that mm-hmm. could be the whole spectrum of possibilities. Exactly. So I hope you are doing exactly what you want to do tonight, whatever that is. And we can't wait to kick off 2020 with you. We have a regular Tuesday episode a week from today um, to kick off the year. And followed closely on the heels of that is our first Voices interview of the month. We have our monthly newsletter that goes out in January. Like we're not taking a break. So um, get some rest and we will be back with you in the new year. And we will talk to you then. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November. And so far, I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know, I am fan number one of the teas made. It's got such a cozy vibe and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines and home and family life. Just look for the teas made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes. The Mom Hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%.